following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacqua Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Passlockwood Associates. 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. Attention listeners, EC Radio is not responsible for unwanted pregnancies, alcoholism, domestic situations, missing brain cells, amplified voices in your head, weakened bladders, bloodshot eyes, STDs, PTSDs, ADHD, HIV, ESPNs, CNNs, rapid head movements, and spontaneous human combustion. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption Team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Okay, Paso Amigos, it's happening, EC Radio, Tuesday edition, June 12th, 2018. I love, I get that song stuck in my head on, on the daily regular, sometimes I hear it in my sleep. What's up everybody, Z here hanging, how are you? Hope you're enjoying your Tuesday. Joining me, as always, my tag team partner, my mans, my dude, my bro-ham, my partner, co-host. I thought you cut out for a second. <laughs> I did cut out. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Chicken's joining me, like always. What's up? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Good yeah? weather. That's, uh... Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a nice string of weather for us for the next uh, couple of days. I think tomorrow's, well, tomorrow's going to be a shit show. But... Yeah, but who knows? You never know. You never know, but it looks good, and it's about damn time we suffer enough in the winter. But joining us in a little bit, Chris Mandry, my street rock brother, and uh, I've got all the Chris Mandry greatest hits queued up. At least <laughs> three or four of them. Volume one. Volume one. Yes, I've got them all queued up and ready to go. And for people that have never seen some of the videos he's posted on YouTube throughout the years, we'll be playing a few of them. And uh, 
he goes crazy. He, you know, Mandry gets a little crazy. We got a Pink Schneider interview. We're going to show the one for Modown and Pink Schneider. Gotta, you gotta. I haven't seen Pink Schneider in a long time, man. <laughs> oh, hopefully, he makes an appearance today. Hopefully, he does. Chicken, there's so much going on right now. Just the energy in like Utica, the vibe. It's a little vibrant downtown. There's foot traffic, and yeah. people are walking around and shuffling and moving around. Construction everywhere. There's construction. Construction which is, which equals is good progress. Thing. Yes. It's annoying right now, but yeah. it's going to get better. But it's going to get better. Shown things are actually uh, moving up in the city. There's a lot of things happening right now, and including us here at the D, have got many, many different things going on. We've got a few events happening. One more, of them more coming up as well. ton of events on the horizon. We've got a lot of stuff happening. I am looking forward to a few things that we got going on. The first thing, well, we should go in order, right? Sure. Summerfest. Yes. Summerfest that's is coming cool up. I, now, that's one I can't wait to be a part of. Yeah. Bringing back the vibe of good old summertime. That's going to happen, and we're going to be broadcasting live there. It's June 21st through the 23rd. We're going to be hanging out. We got a little spot picked out. I think they're going to put us in, like, media role. She's going to have a couple other media sources out there. I don't really consider us media. It's just... We play well with I, but I Yeah, yeah we're going to hang out. Those are probably our friends in that little role. Right. Up, you know, so we're going to have a good old time over there. Anyways, Summerfest is going on. Uh, Gina, as a matter of fact, the organizer from Summerfest, is going to join us next week. She's coming on. We're going to go through the whole list of everything she's got going on. We're going to comb through that whole damn festival. Wow. And, and we're going to talk about she's everything that's going to happen. She does. There's a lot going on. There's going to be some alcoholic beverages, which I don't think ever was a thing back in the day no? with good old summertime. I don't remember. Do you remember drinking at good old summertime? I was so young. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Honestly, it stopped probably like 2004, 2005, 2004. Yeah, I moved maybe. for a few years. and Did it? I nah, it's always. Oh, I moved. you moved. Yes. I got gotcha. you. So I don't know. I, I, and then you don't remember. I don't remember drinking going on. If anybody out there is tuning in and has that answer for me, let me know. I, don't I mean, remember. maybe it was just me drinking. <laughs> Back in the day, they used to have the, the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. The Miss Greater Utica Pageant. The Waiter Contest. The Waiter Contest. Yep. The Bad, bad Race. There, there was a lot of fun going on down there. So we'll see. It's going to be a great time, though. Summerfest, June 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Right there, downtown Utica, blocking off the street. We've got the city trailer coming in you know that stage yep. and she's got some sick music coming she's got a yeah, badass funk band on, on thursday you, when you hear that word funk band you know it's going to be a party funk equals party yep it's kind of this it's the this, booty moving it's get the booty moving right it's the same language funk party boom milky white it's going to be a funky white party uh, it's going to be a funky everything <laughs> milky white booty thanks chicken <laughs> i should have waited till manju was here yeah <laughs> well yeah Summerfest is going to be a funky good time on Thursday night, the 21st of June. 22nd of June, she's bringing up a heavyweight, Jimmy Vivino. Sick guitar Conan player. O'Brien. Sick yep. guitar player. Dude's badass. We were talking to Al the other day, Al from O, over at Relay for Life. Yep. told him Jimmy Vivino was coming. He was like, really? Like he was shocked. Wow. When he's shocked. Right. This says something. So- One badass player. Praising another badass guitar player, you know? Yep. Absolutely, man. So you know it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a sick show. I'm excited. When, when I, I'm like, Jimmy Vivino, why do I know that name? It's been around forever. In fact, we should dig up his accolades because the guys played with... I'm going to do it right now, Chicken. I'm going to... How do you spell his name? Yeah. 
uh, VIV. We need interns around here. If anybody want to intern for us here at the T, <laughs> we need some interns around here. We need people that can help us out. We definitely are looking for help. And if you're interested in maybe <laughs> doing a podcast or doing a webcast or something yeah. like that, you want to learn the ropes and get out there and you're an inspiring podcaster, hit us up because I need some help right now. <laughs> I really do. We all can use it. All right. So I, I'm digging it up right now. Well, Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a composer. He's played with a lot of dudes. Uh, Associated acts. There it is. Max Weinberg, Tonight Show, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, Max Weinberg, Frankie and the G Strings, <laughs> <laughs> the Black Italians. <laughs> he plays. With, <laughs> I'm not making these <laughs> names up. It says the Black Italians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. Um and uh Levon Helm band. He played with Levon. So that's that's insane. Speaking of Levon Helm, his daughter Amy, I gotta give a plug out to my creative concert people. They're having a, a big thing at Good Nature Brewery on Sunday with Amy Helm, Levon's daughter, over at Good Nature Brewery in Hamilton. So check that out. That's gonna be pretty badass. But Jimmy Vivino, this the, the Black Italians. Black Italians. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's a band name I'd come up with. I love that. I want to be in the Black Italians. I think it'd be great. That's awesome. Yeah. How long ago was that band? <laughs> the Black Italians. Do they? You think they got all funky names? Like yeah, you know, Tyrone Guccione, Jermaine <laughs> <laughs> Leone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's no different than Shaquille O'Neal. No, I guess not. But the Black Italians. <laughs> so yeah. He's another one coming down to uh, Summerfest, and that one is June 22nd. Jimmy Vivino's going to be down there rocking it out. And you, you've seen him on Conan O'Brien pretty much every night. If you watch Conan O'Brien, you've seen him. Oh, yeah. He's on after every Jimmy night. Fallon. Speaking of which, He's I got to gotta make mention on the subject really quick about late-night television – Alexander Ovechkin just won the Stanley Cup, and he's been partying all over. He's on like a three-day, four-day bender right now. The guy hasn't slapped at all. He's just been sleeping with the cup, drinking out of it. Last night on Fallon, they had Jimmy Fallon doing uh, keg stands out of the cup last night. (laughs) It was hilarious. uh, Ovi and uh, Braden Holby. Pretty cool. He's been partying with that. It's been Pretty cool to watch Ovechkin party with that cup. He deserved it. He did. Absolutely. He did. Of course, I was rooting for Vegas, but when it comes down to it and watching him celebrate it like he has right now, and he's just all over the place. He was in the Washington Nationals game, like in the outfield, in the bleachers or whatever, doing keg stands with it out there, and just they're partying. It's <laughs> They're going crazy. Imagine that, though. You win this Stanley Cup, but not only do you win this Stanley Cup, but you win it in Las Vegas, which is the greatest party right. city in all America. Yep. It, it really is. Instant party. Instant party. Don't Imagine you, what that party was like. I, I feel like if, um, if we're the NBA or the NFL, there would have been multiple arrests already. Yeah. There would have been multiple arrests. You think so? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, one of the players would have picked up a prostitute or, <laughs> you know, got drunk and got well, in Well, that's what the thing somewhere. in hockey, there was prostitutes, and they just they keep that under wraps probably. No, I'm kidding. I have no <laughs> idea. It's Vegas. So of course there's prostitutes. <laughs> Anyways. No, but what a party, though. What a party that's got to that's gotta be. You win the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas. Wow. Unbelievable. It would have been even more of a party if the Golden Knights won it, though. That town would have... 
No, ignited. it would have erupted. That would have ignited. <laughs> Dayman, what's happening, buddy? There, Dayman's checking in. Dayman Baumgartner. What's so, up? So thanks for checking in, brother. Good to hear from you. Our guest is going to be, I think he just pulled up, actually. Our guest, Chris Manju, will be joining us in a little bit. But I do got to mention, before he does get in here, not only we got Summerfest coming up June 21st through the 23rd, we're going to be there all weekend broadcasting, but we've got a new series that's going to be starting up, and our very first episode of the series is going to happen Tuesday, June 26th. It's called The Grubbin' Gab. Yep. And the first one's going to be at, tell them, t- tell them about it, Chicken. It's going to be at Old Baby's uh, June 26th, Tuesday. What are we starting to party at, like 5 o'clock? Yeah, we'll be there for a while hanging out. 5 o'clock, we're going to go live uh-huh. on location. Round 6, we're going to get the, the challenge going. Yes. The, Goli- the, the Goliath, Goliath Challenge. <laughs> so, which is, you know, their, their normal size focaccia sandwich, which I can only eat half of. Yeah. It's three times the meat, three times the toppings, and it comes with like a pound of fries and you have to put it down with uh, a two-liter soda or a forty or forty-ounce of beer. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna set the new bar. So I think Mandrew's gonna be doing this. Mandrew, you down for a food challenge? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like being thrown right under the right under here. as soon as you got in, man. We didn't even uh, hang on. I gotta, I gotta unmute you. Oh, he said yes. You would be down for a food challenge? Uh, uh, could you define food challenge? This one's a good one. Is really Am good. I eating? Or Have you been it? to Old Baby's? Yes. It's uh, 4126 Anita Street. They're on the border of Utica and New Hartford. they got a lot of great gluten-free products. They do. They do. You're, yep. you're absolutely right. They do. And they won the wing competition. Yeah, and really? The, yeah. Nice. And they won some fish fry yep. competition as well. Their but they got amazing food. Laura is doing amazing things down there, and that girl's a hardworking girl. But this is the Goliath Sandwich. And it's triple the size of their normal sandwich. Do you know how big their sizes are? The baby one is like a normal size to anybody else. But then if you get the large, it's like double that. So this, mm. is, gonna, this is like triple that. Okay. And it's like stacked a foot high. And it's stacked with like, I don't know, eight different meats and four different cheeses plus lettuce and tomatoes and everything else you would put on a sandwich. That sounds good. If, if there's no bread, I'd totally do it. It's a, well focaccia bread, focaccia right? Bread. It's, yeah. it's on a focaccia bread. Yeah, it's on a focaccia. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to eat a basket of fries. Okay. <laughs> I know. After all that, you got to eat a basket of fries. How many days do you have? <laughs> a half hour. <laughs> oh my god! They, originally it was a half hour. Nobody's been able to do it yet. So now, whoever does it the quickest and lives. Um, <laughs> you you set the new bar. You, you set the new bar, and that's nice. the challenge that they're going to keep going. And they've had this challenge going for a while, but they've never set the bar for it. They don't know the time on it. They were setting it at like a half hour. It's like, oh my god, nobody could do this in a half hour. <laughs> Plus, you get to wash it down with a two liter bottle of soda. Oh, you can, or a forty ounce beer. Wow. Yeah. So bring like OE or something. What would you? What would be your go to forty chicken? Go to if 40. you were in this competition, you're like. Mad dog. Oh, too sweet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they don't make UC light in a You'd forty. You have a diabetic do they? stroke. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make UC light in a forty, do they? No, they don't. Damn. Wonder if you could bring your own. Put it in like a jug of like a like a growler. Yeah. I wonder if that would be eligible. Maybe because I'm thinking I want something a little lighter. You know, like yeah. a lighter forty. Colt forty five. Uh, <laughs> Are there light forties? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that'd be tough. Because like, you don't want, like, a heavy beer because it'll set real bad with... Can you, you know, bring a couple deuces? A deuce deuce? No. 
Like, yeah. uh, is that make, a couple deuces? Like, deuce, deuce? Like old yeah. English? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you bring a deuce? Deuce? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking almost like Heineken. You could probably get something like that in like 22 ounce, you know, 24 ounce bottles, that kind of a thing. Yeah. They so make those giant cans too now, uh, the 24 ounce cans, the big boys. Yeah. And you bring two of those. But you have to bring them in the back of your car. I got the deuce, deuce. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I associate 40 ounces of beer with malt liquor, don't you? Yeah, yeah usually, 100%. yeah. So it does it have to be a malt liquor, or can you just chuck down a beer? I so we're going to have to find these out. These are important questions. I think it's more of the, the, the – I don't think it's so much like the content of, you know, if it's a malt liquor or a beer. Mm-hmm. I think it's more – The size. The size. Yeah. You know, uh, it has to be a beer, I'm sure. You know, you're not going to bring a – Milkshake or something like that, you know. What I mean, so it's got to be like some <laughs> sort of beer. You know what I mean? These like, are questions Masucci is going to ask us. Oh yeah, like, you know. So we got to be. Prepared. <laughs> he wants to know if he could dip his fries in it. <laughs> yeah, he probably course. has like a checklist of like questions he asks before he gets in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did forty chicken. Because otherwise, I go with like a Boone's Farm. You know, a Boone's Farm. Yeah, just like a Boone's Farm. You know, yeah. I did, yeah. I did forty chicken nuggets once. Forty and how at, long? At, at Wendy's. Oh, as quick as I could eat them. It was after a basketball game in high school. A bunch <laughs> of us went to Wendy's and I got twenty. And I'm like, well, that was good. Then I got another twenty, crushed them. Imagine. But I was, I mean, that was in my, you know, eat a box of fry offers a day. Yeah. You know, you burn that off. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took me fifteen years. But the grub and gab that's going to happen Tuesday, June twenty sixth, uh, from five to eight. Come on down. We got to talk about what the prizes get. Yeah, the prizes, the winner. This is cool, Mandry. This is why you should get in this competition, because we are giving away a golden ticket from Old Babies. It's a sandwich a month for a year. Wow. Yes. Yes. And tickets to get the let out nice. at the brewery on August tenth. Plus, you get your picture on the wall. You get a T shirt. You get all these accolades from Old Babies, yep. and you know they've got a wall of people who've. Never you done it before. The new standard. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. There's nobody on the wall. So, so you'll be, so you're going to be number on the wall. one. You're going to be number one. Wow. You're going to be on the wall. You're going to be the only one on the wall. You're right going to be oh baby famous. Yeah. You are going to be like and, yeah, Mandry, the man of the year and D famous. And, and, and D famous. Can, yeah. yeah, you could be famous on the D. You're already famous on the D. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love the way you work on the D. Yeah, yeah. but you, you get a cool, you get some cool accolades and, and stuff like that. So we do have a little yeah. prize pack that we're throwing out there, and I think we're gonna have like a cornhole throwing contest. Not a whole competition of cornhole, but we're gonna do yeah. distance. Nice we're distance. Distance. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna see how far people could th- could chuck it. Damn. Yeah. And that's actually going to be to benefit a guy who works at Old Babies that has stage four cancer right now. Yeah. Damn. So we're going to do a little benefit tie into that nice. as well. So we've got we got a bunch of things going on as well as our DJs are going to be there. DJ East One and the whole D crew will be there. So this is all going down Tuesday, June 26th from 5 to 8 p.m. It's at Old Babies Gourmet Sandwich Shop. It's 412609 Oneida Street over in New Hartford, right on the border of New Hartford in Utica. What's that? This is going to be a lot of fun. I this can't is wait. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. It's gonna be I'd say we'll be we'll be outside. It'll be a nice day and best tasting you know? food challenge ever. Mm-hmm. Right here. Oh, hands oh, yeah. down, easy. But I'm just really curious on like the the strategy people are gonna take. You know, like are somebody's gonna go with a beer? Like like we were just thinking, like what beer would you go with? Are they gonna put that kind of thought into it, or are they just gonna go to their go to? What's a good dunking beer? Right. You know, or or are yep. they gonna go straight to the meat and just like <laughs> pick the meat out first, and then like just suck the bread down, or make a smaller sandwich so they can eat it better? You know, like that's. Kind of what you got to think about here, because absolutely strategy is super important. Because you got to put it all down, but you also got to win that time. And do you just put like fries right on the sandwich? Oh, that's yeah. that's killing two birds with one stone, right? And then dipping it all at the same time. Yeah, well, that's like three birds with one stone. 
Hmm. Huh. Because like trying Damn. to eat that whole big sandwich. <laughs> I wish I didn't just it, eat as a sandwich. <laughs> we sit here and make ourselves hungry on this show <laughs> daily <laughs> by talking about food. You know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like you know, just trying to fit all that meat in your mouth, giggity. Um, I don't know if you could do it. Like you're three times the meat. Yeah. So you almost have to remove some of that meat out of there before you uh, bite into it. Mm-hmm. You mean eat it individually, like eat all the roast beef at once, then all the turkey, then well, I'll all, just eat the meat and like, all the olive loaf. Yeah. Olive loaf. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I wonder if there's any kind of way to like chop it all up and make it like a sandwich salad. You know what I mean? Yeah, a sandwich salad. I get what you're talking. Then you just eat it with a fork. Yeah, yeah, eat it like a bowl of ice cream or something. Like they do at Subway. You guys ever have a salad at Subway? I did for the first time. They have salads and they got Subway. These, yeah. <laughs> they got these two chopper things. You just throw everything you want. You know, you get normal. I got a Italian BMT, you know, it was the um, DMT. Ham, <laughs> BMT, yeah. I wish. That'd be a great Subway. Um, <laughs> and they got these two hand things that they just chop up all the all the food with, and it just clumps it all together. It's like a big... Uh, reminds me of, a, like, borscht. <laughs> Borscht. <laughs> borscht? <laughs> you familiar with borscht? No. I don't no. know. I've never had it either, but it's uh, some kind of Polish. Of you should check that out. I, I would like to see what borscht is. Yeah, I so would like I to know. Ch- I think I it's like eggs out. and sauce or soup or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird <laughs> Polish borscht. thing. But you might be onto something there. So, like, you put the French fries on the bottom and you put the make it like a salad type thing on mm-hmm. top and just go eat at it with a fork. That would be the way to do it. Yeah. Well, I want to see what Masucci's technique is going to be. We'll, yeah. we'll find out. We'll find out. But that's going to be that's going to be a fun day. I was talking to the Nathan Hot Dog Eating comp- Competitors mm-hmm. when, at the Taste of Syracuse a couple weeks ago. Yep. And the thing they were complaining about is the Nathan Hot Dogs, when they're shoving them down their throat, they're cold. They're not warm. They've been sitting out for about an hour before they finally mm-hmm. get to the stage. they got to get everybody ready, and there's a lot of hot dogs to prep. So by the time they get to the stage, you've got to get used to eating a cold dog. Man, they're picky. Yeah, but then again, like if they're hot, <laughs> so they'll be harder to eat. You won't be able to eat them as quickly. Well, not hot, but at least Warm. a little bit warmer because there's no taste. That's why a lot of guys use like sweet tea or they'll use Kool Aid or something as their dunker. Well, they just have of to, water. They just have to switch the hot tea. <laughs> and get some nice warm. Well, they'll, warm dog. <laughs> they'll, use, they'll use it like a drink like that to to, to change up the the flavor a little bit instead of a cold dog. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's got to be a little. It's gonna be a little rough. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, a fun competition, that's for sure. Well, how many how many uh, hot dogs did the winner eat? And Syracuse, yeah. forty five in ten minutes. That's crazy. Bun too. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. But Joey Chestnut ate like seventy five on Fourth of July. In fact, the guy that I, I won, it, yeah, the guy that won goes on to the Brooklyn, the Coney Island, uh, really hot dog eating on ESPN and stuff. Oh, it's some serious, uh, it's some serious stuff then. Yeah, it was. But the guy I ate like forty five compared to Joey Chestnut ate seventy five. Right. The guy ate two. And that's, that was just a regular dinner meal. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what baffles me too? Listen to this one: two hundred and fifty seven powdered donuts in five minutes. Oh my what? god! Two hundred and fifty seven donuts in five minutes. Wow. Joey Chestnut. That's insane. Insane. Like, just the amount of powder. Right. And the, the, you got to dig you up see the him fart just powder. Well, you got to see the after picture. Because he has this ring around his face. <laughs> yeah. of just he, he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> you just get this ring around his face of just powdered sugar. Search that. It's a, it's a funny picture. Looks like he was, like, eating out Cruella de Vil or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Cheech and Chong video. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh, man. We got a lot of fun things happening here around the D. But one fun thing happening right now is Chris Mandry's in the studio with us. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. You look great, bro. Thanks. You've been exercising. You've been been doing the keto diet. Go ahead. Please explain this keto diet for me. I feel like this is the new trend. So it's I like started an Atkins it, thing, right? Kind of, yeah. So I started it January first, and let me start by saying I am not a nutritionist. <laughs> I am not <laughs> a scientist of any kind. I actually just watch a lot of Joe Rogan. <laughs> that's pretty much where it's at. There's actually this guy that's on there. If anybody's uh, curious about it, check out either Tim Ferriss podcast or Joe Rogan podcast with Dom Diagostino. That's where I get a lot of my um, information from. So what it is basically is uh, super high fat and uh, about 85% fat, um, 10% protein, 5% carbs. So, and it's like normal calories. So like I'll wake up in the morning and in my coffee, I put a tablespoon of coconut oil, tablespoon of butter and a tablespoon of MCT oil, which is like a coconut, um, extract type of oil. So it's basically like 60 grams of fat right there. Um, and that just sets me going for the entire day. So like, and you're running on that. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, and then I'll eat, you know, I eat a lot of kale, a lot of olive oil, a lot of uh, avocado, um, lamb, ton of lamb, uh, cheese, bacon, steak, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know, it's easy. And for me, like, the mental focus that I get, um, my brain is just firing constantly. It, it really, it, it feels great. But um, so uh, so basically the idea is that, by taking in fat, your body learns to burn fat. Mm-hmm. So when you're taking in stuff like refined carbohydrates or um, or any kind of sugar, so like bread, pasta, uh, even rice and, and quinoa, that kind of stuff I, I haven't had. Um, I went two months without a cheat day or anything, quit drinking completely. Uh, now when I drink, I'll, it'll be on occasion, um, uh, usually Which once we'll, a week. We'll talk about one of your occasions week. soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we could talk about plenty of those <laughs> occasions in the last three days. Um, but uh, so the idea is to, to eat a lot of fat and you train your body to burn fat and it runs off of fat. And um, the idea there is that uh, fat is a much slower burning kind of energy mm-hmm. so that as opposed to like bread or pasta – where um, you know it turns your, uh, I'm pretty sure it turns into glycogen and uh, and, and sugar, mm-hmm. and so that burns much faster. So that's why, um, like fighters, for example, used to. Uh, well, I'm sure a lot of them still do. They'll eat a lot of carbs after their weight cut to to get energy quick, and they have that that quick energy. And that's um, also similar to, to runners and like Boilermaker, and uh, and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, but once you burn that, your body craves it, and and it's and it's looking for it again. That's why you get starving after a little bit. Um, when you're when you're eating fat and doing what I'm doing, I have a ton of control over my ap- appetite. Like I'll do intermittent fasting sometimes too, and I'll mm-hmm. go a day without eating any, anything, just drinking Water. coffee. And it's just drinking coffee, just black coffee, um, and I'll have like a couple cups just to kind of get things going been messing i just got some pink himalayan sea salt too which i don't know if that's doing anything but we'll find out um <laughs> but uh sounds yeah, good so it's uh you have a ton of control over your appetite you don't get tired after meals because you don't have that insulin spike mm-hmm. um so like i just ate literally 20 minutes ago i had this massive salad from grapevine 
got some bread and tzatziki for for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, and chicken. You guys can share. Um, thanks, Chris. You're welcome, man. I always try to bring a little. Awesome. Usually, I pull it out of my pocket, but and usually <laughs> it's frozen, and it's like, here, I got you some beef stew, it's and it smells a, up the whole place, and it's in a baggie, and, and it's like, frozen. It's been sitting in his refrigerator for like three months, and you're like, here, <laughs> enjoy. <Beef stew? laughs> um, There's but, a question out there. Jay Stevens wants to know if Pink Schneider abides by the same rules. Oh yeah, okay. he does. Well, pink Himalayan sea salt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> duh. They, they harvest it at. <laughs> Pink Snyder's house. Oh, that's really? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's from his. It's actually his toenail clippings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've been doing that since January first. I've lost like thirty pounds. Thirty pounds, yeah, which is crazy. I'm looking at you two guys. You guys both look amazing too. I was telling Chicken the other day. Chicken's uh, got huge news today. Actually, crazy. Oh yeah, huge actually, news. Two nineteen under two twenty. My goal was two twenty. I'm under. You know, so 219. He hasn't seen 219 since he's 10 years old. Right. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I'm a little pumped. But now I look down, I'm like, shit, I got about another 20, 30 to go. <laughs> so, you but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, man. That's great. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. But, yeah, it feels good. You know, I, I exercise really only a couple days a week. You know, I'll go to the gym, try to run a mile or two, and do some. Uh, we've just been focusing on either push-ups, pull-ups, squats, just like a few kind of main exercises not really killing myself yet and yeah. uh, and you know eventually maybe I'll kick it up a little bit but right now just being kind of comfortable I like to push myself a little bit but I don't want to discourage myself because I overwhelm myself pretty easily mm-hmm. yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware yeah I'm well aware but no That's you're doing good. good man you look great Thanks, keep man. it up Appreciate keep up all the good work we want to talk about your your incredible night that you had um Recently, yep, you had a wild one. Can we start with the backstory though? Because there's a backstory with all this. Okay, there's a tw- there's a tweet out there or something. Didn't you tweet uh, one of your guys to be on the lookout for this guy in the front row type of thing? Yeah. So, I mean, we can even go back. So I got a crazy Nick Swartzen story. Okay. Actually, if you're familiar with Nick Swartzen, roller skating Terry from Reno 911. Um, so that was even. I mean, we could even we could even go back. You, you want me to start at the very beginning and, and how I'm that sh- came? And yeah, then. there's lead-ins to all this, right? Okay, so I did the 311 cruise last year. Okay. And um, one of the days there was this costume party, whatever. The next day, you know, I I made the most out of the I made the most out of the party. Um, so the next day, I woke up in the same clothes I was wearing, which was a one-piece American flag jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm walking up to the uh, walking up to the buffet. And I'm just super hungover, but I just had to get out of my bed and like had to had to get some had to get some food. So as I'm walking up, the boat's like sloshing around like crazy, like super choppy. So I fall backwards. I start like falling backwards, and somebody grabs my back. And he's like, "You all right, buddy?" And I turn around. It's Nick Swartz, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> thank you." So I go up, and you know. Um, get some food and this other guy who who saw us was like hey man i'm gonna go have breakfast with nick you want to join us I'm like i i guess so yeah i'll try not to are you completely inebriated up. right now i am I, at this point i was completely hung over okay um and the boat's been sloshed around so i'm starting to get a little seasick and i'm yeah. just like just trying to really not throw up like that was my <laughs> that was my goal um so then i sit down with uh with nick and this other guy and, and have breakfast with them i end up talking to Nick Swartzen for probably like forty five minutes to an hour. He's like eating food off my plate. We're like breaking balls and like the busser comes over and I had my hand in my head and I, I gave him a plate and I gave him 
silverware. I'm giving them one piece at a time. Then I start giving them clean silverware. Then Nick starts giving them like ketchup, and it was, just, <laughs> it was really fucking. That was funny. What? So. If if only you filmed all that, so, I know, right? <laughs> so then, so that was it, and that was that was cool. And then, like um, every now and then, I'll throw him a tweet, you know, like "Hey, three eleven breakfast, buddy," blah blah blah. And he's liked a few, and um, and so I went to go see him uh, up in Albany, and that was cool. I missed I missed the show, but I afterwards I tweeted him something like uh, tried to get. Um, vip i got <laughs> at the very end of the at the very end of the night they had all the people who got vip meet and greet to to stay there and um and i could have i could have just went down there and acted like i had it and bribed them but i was like it was just awkward i was just not in the right state of mind to be <laughs> trying stuff like that so uh so i tweeted them and responded and i'm going to see him at foxwoods the next week and afterwards um and he was hilarious it was i was on, I was if crying laughing. I yeah. was crying laughing. He's a funny guy. So uh, afterwards, I'm about to leave, and um, I'm about to go down on this elevator, and I see this restaurant to the side, and it looked like this place that I worked in at uh, in Nashville called Chewy's. It was the same kind of logo. I'm like, is this a fucking Chewy's? Like, what is going on over here? So I'm like, let me go check it out. So I walk over there, and as I walk over, his opening act comes up, and... Um, and sits down, and I look over, and there's Nick and o- opening act, and I don't know, a couple of his buddies or whatever. So I'm like, that's cool. So I, I'm like, all right, I'll just get a drink. So I got a drink, started talking to this one guy who was basically incoherent. Uh, we're watching the Celtics game. It was the Celtics Cavs game six, I want to say. And um, they were robbed. Yes. Yeah. It was, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving should have been in the, should have been at that last game at home, I think. But. Yeah. So I started talking to this guy, and I'm like, all right, have a good one. You know, excuse myself. <laughs> and he was, he was a nice fellow, but definitely out of it. And um, so I'm walking out, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to say hi to Nick, see if he remembers me or whatever, you know. So I walk up. I'm like, hey, man, it was really funny tonight. And he's just looking at me like, who is this fucking guy? I go, you remember me? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we have breakfast together on the cruise ship. He's like, oh, shit, man, pull up a seat. So I ended up sitting down with him and his crew, you know, just a couple other people for the last quarter of the Celtics game, just drinking and eating wings and, and hanging out. And <laughs> he's, he's telling me stories about these private parties. He played with the Foo Fighters, and we're just, like, breaking balls. He's breaking balls. It was just a fun, you know, chill chill time. So then <laughs> – so now I'll go to the UFC fights coming up, and – um I got a front row ticket basically right when they came out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was just like, I'm, you know, I, I told myself before, you know, I don't know who I had to talk to or what I had to do, but I want to be front row for this event. Like, it, something like this doesn't come around, and it's I know it's going to be huge. I've been getting real big into the UFC uh, recently, and I just I want to support the odd, and it just it would seem like an awesome opportunity. So knowing that I was in the front row, I uh, tweeted Joe Rogan and, and Nick Swartz, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be wearing this shirt, which was the Murder King shirt that I got from uh, uh, Captain Trips from that. Um, from Trip from Fest? Event. Yeah, from Trip Fest. Murder King? Yeah. It yeah, was, and it looks like Burger King, right? right? It's, it's the, the Burger, Burger King. King logo, but it says Murder King on it. <laughs> um, and I found out that's actually from uh, a PETA campaign in 2001. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's a great metal band name, you know? Murder, Murder King. King. Murder King. Yeah. It's pretty much a good name for anything, I've, I've found <laughs> out. Um, 
so uh so i'm sitting in the front row and every time i saw you know i've only seen this the i've only re, i've only watched the uh that fight night that saturday um maybe the first like two fights mm-hmm. so far and uh so right when he right when he came by i stood up so the tweet basically was like, hey, I'm going to be in the front row. I'll tug my ears to say hello. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I saw that tweet. You know. So uh, <laughs> so then the camera pans to me, and I got, a, you know, I got a drink in my hand, but I stood up and I, you know, tug it on my ears like crazy. And, uh, yeah, so that was, you know, I made a little, uh, made a little, I think it was an Instagram post where I had the tweet and then a picture, and then the next, the next slide was basically the video that I recorded from uh, the Fox broadcast of them panning past me and me and me pulling the old ears there. Um, did people text you seeing they saw you on TV? No, no, no you didn't get any of that. No, because no. if I was watching, you know, I would have been all over that. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was that was pretty early on. Um, I don't know how many people were were watching it, but it was it was an awesome event. Then you get outside by fried eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was great. And I was walking around. I mean, it was just an awesome time being, being front row, watching the action right there. High fiving the fighters as they're coming out and that kind of a thing. So, uh, so the end of the night and the place was packed, right? I heard they, yeah, they did yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they did. They did really well. A couple things. First of all, they got to have a smoking area there because the bathroom smell like shit after about an hour and a half because people are just doing whatever they want to. Yeah. Um, so definitely, have, especially for an event that this went from basically, I mean, doors opened at five, I want to say five or five thirty, didn't get out till about twelve thirty. That's a long event, right? So that's I like mean, WrestleMania, and length. it's with people with the ADD culture that's going on now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to have little bits of like entertainment in between, or like smoking areas, or something to break it up. For Did you people. ever see people who don't have their cigarette? They're <laughs> angry little bastards, yeah. man. You let them have their cigarette. Let them come back in, nice and calm. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that should be the next thing. Something, maybe on the roof, but yeah, designated smoking area. But still, it was it was a blast. And if you're into it, if you're really into it, I mean, it was just, it was awesome. It was there wasn't a bad scene in the house. I walked around the whole place and checked things out from everywhere, and it was it's a great venue for that type of event. For Do you sure. think there's a chance it could come back? I I think so, and I think what it's going to be is. Um, I think it's going to be UFC folks that, um, that do it, that, that push it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they did sell, they, they sold a good amount of tickets. You know, one thing that I thought about was the reason why the Comets came here is because Utica College sold out every night. You know what I mean? So there was obviously a hockey crowd here. I mean, that's, that's what I, that's what I get. I guess that's somewhat of a, an assumption, but it seems like that makes sense. And I think with this having some kind of a uh, like an if you had like an upstate fighting league or something to kind of warm things up and start building that start building that audience at that at that base level, um, I think having bigger events like this um, would be would be even better. It would take it to a different level. Well, People would be more trained and more in tune to it. They got the Fight Club, but nobody talks about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. You just can't. Yeah. It's against the rules. I thought we talked about this, chicken. Shh. You can't. You're doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. But no, that's great. And I heard there were some great fights as well. 
Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. It so was, it which was awesome. uh, fight it's stood out the most for you? Crazy seeing people get knocked out right in front of you. Yeah. You we know? watched it on TV. Yeah. At Did the you? bar. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It was great. It's yeah. It's great to see the odd. It's great to see like the, the city skyline it. on TV. You know, like they come pan out and you see like the odd and you see the banks and you're like, wow, that's it's like Utica. The way Fox does it. You know, yeah. it's, it's on a different uh, different level for sure. It, yeah, it looks like we're a city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we are. It is crazy how much is happening now. But um, fight wise, though, which one was there? One particular I, one that stood out? The or one that few? really stands out. So I actually ended up meeting a, a couple of the guys afterwards um, that were really, really awesome. One of the guys I partied with till about seven in the morning, seven thirty in the morning. Did Pink Schneider come out that night, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a wild night. Um, but uh, I think th- there was a fight. I can't remember who the two fighters were, but. Um, this one guy picked up another guy and basically gave him kind of a suplex type of slam, except he knocked himself so out. So I saw that highlight. That was, and it's like the guy did the slam, and I'm thinking, like, man, that other guy is totally fucked right now. And then the other guy just scooted around him, started punching him in the face, and that was the <laughs> end of the thing. It's like, what just, what just happened there? <laughs> you know, the guys just walk around with his arms raised after he got slammed, but then the other guy knocked himself out. It was that was a wild thing. I haven't really seen that before yeah it's a self-induced yeah that made like news national news. yeah i yeah, mean it, it was, was like national television of course but i feel it like there was like a spread around yeah, not it, top it w- 10 or whatever it went viral or, that's crazy <laughs> yeah but uh, um, any other good ones so um uh the guy that um dude that i met that i ended up i ended up trading the murder king shirt you did? Yeah. You traded the Murder King shirt. I did. It was a very, very intense experience that I remember little chunks of. What did you get in return? Um, this dude's <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, uh, Vince Pichel from Hell Pichel, um, he's on one of the Ultimate Fighters and uh, um, like the Ultimate Fighting Championship and uh, or no, the Ultimate Fighting, uh, the reality show. Um, and he fought that night against one of the kind of local guys, um, Gillespie. That's a kid from Rochester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a great fight too. Was it? Um, Who won that one? Uh, Gillespie won Did it. He? Yeah, he got a uh, he got a tap out, but uh, he submitted him with uh, with some kind of choke. But um, so <laughs> I'm hanging out with this one guy actually, uh, Gleason Tebow, Gleason Tebow at Nail Creek, and it was fun. We were having a blast. He's from Brazil, so he's you know it was interesting that kind of communication thing. But uh, I got a picture of him pointing my shirt. He's going, he is the murder king. And uh, and then so I'm like, all right, I'm time to Uber home. It's like 2.30 in the morning. You know, they're pushing everybody out. So I'm standing in front of Lucan's. And I'm just kind of sitting on the ledge there. I'm about to order um, about to order uh, an Uber. And I hear there's a group of maybe like 15, 20 people. And they're like, strip club, peepers, there's this place, peepers. And I just start, <laughs> and I just think, think that's what I did, right? I start laughing. And uh, and this one guy kind of points me out. He's like, well, this, he, he knew I was a local. Like, I could, you know, he could tell it was just the, the vibe. And uh, and so he points me out. He's like, hey, this guy probably knows what's going on. What's up with peepers? I'm like, well. I went there for my 14th birthday. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Uh, well, like a month after. But, um, yeah, it was a <laughs> fucking nutty experience. But wow. so then I started talking, you know, start kind of chopping it up with these guys and whatever. And I'm like, you know, if you if you want to go there, it'll definitely be entertaining, no doubt. You know, 
Whatever, whatever you guys want to do, it's probably the place to go. You might get chlamydia, right? <laughs> but you might not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's just like, "Dude, I like that shirt." I'm like, "Yeah, man, thanks." He's like, "You want to trade it?" I'm like, "Oh God, no!" And it's just, it was just like, I, a bunch of people were taping this whole exchange, but it, <laughs> um, it ended up being like a five to ten minute discussion about trading shirts and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've there's points where i've i don't remember exactly you know what what happened but i i'm pretty sure everybody was just chanting murder king at me <laughs> and then i just ripped off my shirt and just started flexing was like, then he rips <laughs> off his shirt and he's just like that's a jacked ufc fighter from brazil well yeah <laughs> no this guy's actually from uh simi valley and, oh, okay. uh, this is from help michelle um so then we ended up we ended up trading shirts and he's like uh He's like, Murder King, Murder King's the man. Come hang out with us. So then I get in the car, right, <laughs> with fucking, <laughs> get in the car with some chick was driving. This um, is like a super bad movie or something. <laughs> Michelle, it really, I mean, this doesn't even, this is like the beginning of the night now. This is like <laughs> new part of the night. So then uh, this chick's driving. Uh, Vince, there's some random other guy from Utica um, in the back seat with a cooler Myself and this other guy, Sugarfoot. Sugarfoot. <laughs> Sugarfoot. Uh, have you heard of Sugarfoot? No. He's a seven-time world kickboxing champion from Canada. Okay. I had no idea until until afterwards. And I'm jammed in this car with these with these dudes, and we're rolling around. And I'm not going to give up the the place where we went, but it ended up being about three thirty. Uh, half the group went to Peepers, and they're like, "We gotta get some beer." And oh, I'm you like, didn't go to Peepers? No, no. Um. Uh. They like, made it to Peepers? Well, they're like, we got to get some beer. I'm like, thinking to myself, like, there's no place in Utica right now that, that'll sell you beer because it's after two. And they're like, how about this place? I'm like, we might be able to get some beer there. Uh-huh. So we ended up going there and uh, tried to, uh, he tried to go up and was just like, hey, I'm a UFC fighter. I'm in California, blah, blah, blah. Uh, can we get some beer? You know, I didn't know it was a cutoff. This said the other thing. The guy's like, no beer. No, could not sell you beer. So then I walk up to the I walk up to the window. I'm like, hey, buddy, how much you sell a 30-pack for? He's like, no, no beer. I'm like, how much you sell it for? He's like, no, I'm not going to sell you beer. And I'm like, was it like 18 bucks? Like, what if I gave you 40 bucks? And the guy, the UFC guy just puts down 100. The guy goes, what kind do you want? And I'm getting it out of the back of the place. And it was like, you know, it was like like a hero, you know, like a, it was just an awesome. And then from there, it was just like one thing after another, just partying after that. Um, went back to actually at uh, Airbnb for him and all his training crew and everything. And got to meet him and his crew. There's like, an Airbnb in Utica? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was nice like, it's like an old college uh, <laughs> right in West Utica, too. Like they were the, they were in the heart of it. Um and I uh, ended up meeting like this dude Sugarfoot and all these other guys, and I'm like, it was just it was a surreal, surreal experience. And uh, yeah, so I'm, if I ever go out to Cali again, which I'm definitely, definitely going to, um, gonna meet up with them and do like a beginning kickboxing class or some shit, you know, do some shit like that. And Did you have like the temptation to go to, like the baddest bar in the area and just walk in with these guys? This one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, you got to be feel really protected at that point, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it, it was definitely. It's just such a regular group of people, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like like nobody's like fighting or 
you know, it's like they just have been training for the last, you know, three months for this one moment. Right. Now the moment's over, and it's like it's time years, to let yeah. loose, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, at that point, if we walked into a bar at 3.30 <laughs> ready to fight people, that would be a wild <laughs> experience. <laughs> tell. But, yeah, it was It was a great – I mean, it was, it was a great time. It was definitely one for the record books. Um, yeah. It was it was cool meeting meeting those folks and it was awesome to have that international flavor because it truly mm-hmm. is international flavor in Utica. Well, that like jacked up the economy from, too. Money from around the world yeah. for the week and it, you know maybe it wasn't super concentrated. I mean there wasn't um, a ton a ton of people, but it put us on the map a little bit in the UFC world. And if you look at if you look at have UFC Fight Pass too, which is you can basically watch stream any fight and it tells you what the upcoming fights are. The fight the the locations were um Singapore, Chile, Chicago, uh Liverpool, Utica, New York. <laughs> it's like yeah. the only one that had to be identified by what state we were in or you know, any further identification. But I mean just that alone you could see where People from all over the world are going to all these events, and they were here all week too. Yeah, and that's what surprises me that um, a lot more like there wasn't like a ending party, you know, like a big party. You know, oh, like, they partied. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But like, like I heard on the contrary. Yeah. One, you know, one of the you know the bars are saying had an after party. You right. Know what I mean, like for this event specifically, where they could come in and host the event, maybe put them in a VIP area, and you know, like have bands playing and and had, actually have an after party afterwards or something beforehand where they were like signing autographs and things like that. Like I, I feel like that part of it was missed. I think there was some. Well, they definitely had some the dropped balls a little bit, and yeah. you know, I, I think that, I think that really kind of showing that there's an event in Utica that's not in Syracuse, Rochester, Albany, right. and really kind of pushing out. I don't know if they marketed to those areas at all, but also um, afterwards, I think a lot of people just aren't that in tune to the UFC and what that actually is. You know, that you've got these world champions literally from Brazil and all over. Well, the this place was kind of like a B card, here. though, right? It, it wasn't. There was no champions right. on the card no, or anything like still. that. But these are the up and comers. I mean, like a lot of these guys are ranked like four or five instead of like the one two guys. In well, a town like this, like people would come out to meet these guys. You know, if you brought them over to a bar and like had you know some promo girls and 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 people passing right. like around like some free stuff, and then they get to meet the players or fighters and and like and and actually prep it like that way and ha- actually have a party make these guys feel welcome in this town be like mm-hmm. hey we're throwing this for you thank you for coming to utica i think it would have been much bigger you know what i mean and more enticing for them to come back yeah well yeah. hopefully they do come back and that sounds like my man over here had a great time yeah, <laughs> yeah i definitely had a good time and everybody you know uh, all the all the the fighters that i've seen really talked about how much they enjoy their time in utica before and after and uh, I really think that it's a, it was a really positive thing. Yeah. It's awesome that the odd has, I, you know, I mentioned this on Facebook, they've put themselves in a position to attract these international events. I mm-hmm. think it's just fantastic. I'm yeah. really, really happy for the odd and the community for that. Yeah, it's a state yeah. of state of the art facility now. Oh yeah, it is absolutely. It's, it's beautiful inside and a great light show and a good sound system and it's cool. It's a great facility and it got ranked. Did it really? It was ranked a couple like last year. It was nice. ranked one of the top venues in in hockey and stuff. So, uh, band is just checking in. They said they hung out at Lukens and Griffins afterwards. Nice. Yeah, and there was a private party I think at uh, 
The harp several. too. I think the harp had a bunch of people going for that too. He said it was fun to see them out having fun, yeah. and I'm sure after a fight, you know, it's you fight these guys too, but behind the curtain, you're friends because right. it's a, you know it's a sport. Yep, it's a sport. It, you know, almost like WWE type shit, but they really hit each other. Right. You know. But uh, Dave Borg just saying, what's up, Chris Mandry? What's up, dude? Uh, our man Nick Hines wants to know who's a bigger stud, you or me. Well, I'd I mean, give that to you all day. I'm out of the loop. I'm old now. I don't know, Nick. But, I, think, I think it's Nick. But actually. me at 32, which tomorrow's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so oh, much, yeah, man. Birthday. Birthday. Tomorrow you're going to be you. 32. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if I, me at 32, though, I blow you away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew me at so I've heard. I was like, the bar owner at the time. Bass player get more ass than the drummers. <laughs> Chicken, Erica saying she's so proud of you, man. Erica, Thanks, Erica. Yeah. But we're all proud of you, man. Thanks. We are. You're doing great. You look good. And today was a big day for him, so. Losing, hell yeah! Finding out that he lost so much. How yeah. much total? What's the grand total right now? This is like an auction. Well, it's hard to tell because, like, like you said, I always want to bring the number up on the yeah. board. Well, seventy-five. All right, 85? from from your heaviest. Let's start from I your was heaviest. Two ninety when I first started, so uh-huh. I'm down to uh, two nineteen. Um, but then, like I said, I gained probably about twenty-five to thirty pounds in muscle. Yeah, but you're at two nineteen right now. Yeah. So from eighty two two eighty two ninety two ninety. Wow. Yeah. Seventy one pounds. Seventy one pounds. Fat bastard. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's awesome, awesome, man. When I looked in the mirror and I couldn't even see my penis in the mirror, <laughs> it's time to like do and something. You, you still can't see your penis, so who are you kidding? I, in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those dental mirrors, though. Be proud, though, chicken, <laughs> yeah. man. I can be put proud. them on my feet. <laughs> you, should, you should have a beer tonight. You should be proud of that. Great job, man. Dave Bors just saying a Roland TD 25 KV is God. That's I, I haven't played one, but, uh, yeah, so I got a Roland TD 20 SX. I've been playing since uh, I got it 2011. That's I your electronic say. hit, right? 2010. Yeah. yeah, I sold the sold the car that my grandparents gave me as a gift. <laughs> bought that. <laughs> Times are rough. Times are rough. That was in the. That's when I was playing at the EC actually. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember all this. Um, yeah, gig stopped and uh, <laughs> had to make some changes. But um, yeah, I've I've seen that uh, the bass drum on that is a monster. Um, yeah, I'd love to play one of those and try it, but Roland just makes some super, super high-quality stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Mike Brockway saying, Mandry rocks. Mike. Mike, good to hear from you, man. Thanks for checking in. If all you guys could just click that share button for us, too, get get the word of EC Radio out there and Disruption yeah, yeah, Network yeah. and Mandry and all too. the Pink Schneider and all the great stuff that we got going on here <laughs> at the D. Jay Stevens calling you Chicken Little. Um, you are Chicken Little. A little bit. From waist down. We got a couple friends that are hanging out. And actually, this would be a pretty good segue into my next segment here with you, Mandry, because I, I brought up your greatest hits. Okay. Some of your greatest hits. <laughs> do you have it? Up, do you have the thing going on your phone right now? If you could, uh, if you can watch it on like YouTube or you I'm can little, watch the show, uh, you can monitor. No bizath here today. Well, he's busy. He's working. Just biz. Yeah, just biz. Just yeah. biz. <laughs> <laughs> Usually he wears the same like purple shirt every time he comes. I in know there it's the same. I was thinking about that. This I was is the first at time it. he hasn't worn that purple yeah, shirt. It became a thing for a while. It did, but it was by accident too. All right, so manager, I did bring up some of your greatest, your greatest hits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this one first. This one is, uh, you know, this one's one of my favorite ones from from Mandry here. Let me see here. So this one is the the 311 video that you oh, made for yeah, everybody. Yeah. This this one's one of my favorites. This one, Mandry made a. Uh, we'll give the basis of this. this happened around Halloween time. Yeah, so um, went to a few shows with uh, 
with Amigo there. I've mm-hmm. uh, been going to a bunch of 311 shows. And um, so, uh, so yeah, I ended up uh, going down. There was a costume one on the actual uh, Halloween down in Long Island. And uh, oh, there he is. <laughs> and <laughs> what's up, Shark? How you doing, buddy? Um, so uh, yeah, there's a costume one on uh, at, down in Long Island, and um, at the end of the show, they're handing out these pumpkins uh, that were on stage for the last couple nights. So I was like, hey, can I get a pumpkin? I'm like, sure. There's a, <laughs> there's a there's a pumpkin. So I'm carrying around all night, and the whole time, like I gotta fucking smash this thing. Like I wanted to throw it off a bridge. There's a bridge by our hotel. I wanted to throw it off of, and. Um, <laughs> And then so the next morning, I forgot about it. I hid it behind the TV. And the next morning, I wake up, and I'm carrying around this pumpkin. My buddy goes, uh, comes up to me. He's like, dude, that's the same pumpkin that Nick, the lead singer, was holding in their in their band photo. I'm like, oh, God, now I got to gotta totally do something else now. So I just sort of on the way home, I, I came up with all this in my mind, had the idea, and... Uh, um, Basically, just wrote out a script, called up AO with a little help with some filming, and, uh, and he came up and with my this, did he? Buddy Steve with a little drone footage, and this is my this is the first thing that I've ever edited myself, um, written, directed, edited, produced, and starred. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play it for everybody. We've awesome. gotta, we've gotta play sure. this. Halloween uh, night, 2017. 311 played a show to a crowd of over 100 at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, New York. The show was riddled with costume band members and fans alike, except for one, Nick Hexum. <laughs> Nick's choice of costume was to hold his precious one and only pumpkin. But how precious you was got a picture of him in the pumpkin. <laughs> After the show, Nick graciously held his sweet little friend lovingly for all the world to see. What no one saw was the blonde hair on the far left of the ritualistic post-show photo. (laughs) (laughs) Once the show was finished, the band had left, the set list collected, and the instruments broken down, the stage crew quickly pawned off the unique, heartfelt pumpkins to the 311 crazed crowd. Nick Hexum's lover, his pumpkin, the only thing that tied him to the Halloween festivities was ripped from the hands of grace by D. Snyder's evil, life-sucking twin, Pink Snyder. <laughs> After two Twitter cries for help without response, the situation took a turn for the worse. You, t- you tweeted this him. This video was released to WCNT News Channel 69 yesterday. <laughs> Please be advised, the graphic nature of this content is not suitable for young children. Nick, I thought we had something together. The way you played with my ear and tickled my chin. We were one. No one could have carved me like you. You were so tender, so strong, so confident. And you put me in the arms of this madman like I was nothing. He mocked you. (laughs) He mocked us. Oh, no, Nick. Please. Please. I hear him coming. Please, Nick. Do something. Save me.
miss. my favorite part at the oh, end oh man <laughs> so did they call the cops on you <laughs> yeah i'm sure they probably thought about it uh actually not that you would it? open um steve uh, anderson tweeted that to the bass player 311 peanut and he responded he goes that was incredible <laughs> <laughs> they so should they open a show saw, with that i know i i was asking him at the last 311 day i'm like you guys gonna open with this and there's no response <laughs> <laughs> well since that was a little thing about pink schneider we have pink schneider telling angelo moore a, a poem right here it's all queued up here <laughs> stuff like that just like you guys are doing man yeah, so yeah, yeah. i'm right behind you man nice. awesome. can i read you a couple of my poems yes read it flightless seagulls toothless beagles a miss kicked by jeff Feagles. they all still live <laughs> oh damn <laughs> <laughs> like when Wait, he goes say it again. damn say it again. <laughs> Flightless seagulls, toothless beagles, a miss kick by Jeff Feagles. They all still live. They all still live. Well, good. Wow. <laughs> good. At least they're still living. This one's my favorite, though. A fat patch of grass, <laughs> fat enough for your fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry with Pink I Schneider. I love it. <laughs> Poetry with Pink Schneider. I think we're on to something. I love that. that I, just, I just watched that whole thing, actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago with a buddy of mine. It was, it, was a, it was a good time, man. I really appreciate that <laughs> opportunity to be, <laughs> to be there. Fat piece of grass. Fa wait, fat, fat patch, patch of, of grass, grass. Fat enough for your fat ass. Yep. <laughs> I got a new they one. They all still live. You got a new one? Yeah, you want to? Yeah, yeah. Pass that shit of course. So it's about the, um, it's about the transgender okay. uh, issues that have been, you know, just kind of permeating the world and uh i thought i'd kind of sum it up here okay this is just you know what i was feeling um in a, in a moment premonitions and fear to be straight is to be queer <laughs> unique freaks take leaks while sitting is that person pissing or just plain old shitting <laughs> <laughs> can i get my butt removed <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's poetry with uh well you're not Pink Schneider right now, so no, it's just <laughs> Wow. That was interesting. Thanks. Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's just something that you want. <laughs> <laughs> Manjay, I do got well, there's another question out there. It says uh, you could play drum rudiments on water. That's Tim uh that's Tim Moyer. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You, I've you been can? I've been I've been meaning to make this video for the last year and a half. I had an in depth conversation with him at one point. I've been meaning to to make a video with that. Um, hopefully, maybe I'll maybe I'll make that like a little birthday video. Honestly, I've never done it. I've never even tried. I mean, I've I might have. I think I've like tried to play in a pool before, but like um, I've never actually tried to do what he's saying on water because it's supposed to be very difficult mm -hmm. in terms of how it catches 
how it catches the the sticks and the way that like the water shoots up it's very tough to like not make a huge splash right yeah. so we'll see i'm gonna i want to tape it right from like the first moment that i that i try it and then i'll uh i'll tag tim and then the guy from train in it <laughs> I, see, I, see <laughs> I posted that one video of somebody playing drums with rubber dicks I think you could do that. I would love to see. Dude, I had that. Fu- I had you that rubber ducks when I was. Yeah, I, was <laughs> I was gonna actually. Um, Don't use your own. Ask this chick for it. Yeah, <laughs> one rubber deck and <laughs> one real. Um, <laughs> uh, I had that idea. I did these drum videos back. Um, you remember those, right, Z? Back when I was in Nashville. I I got a couple queued up. And, oh, great, <laughs> great. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so I I had that idea during that time, so it was like 2012, basically. But uh, you know, it's not everybody's got ideas. It's about execution. You know, it's it's the people who are actually doing the ideas because a million people could have the same idea mm-hmm. at the same time. But if one person does it, you know, that's that's a person who's who's doing it. You just got to do stuff, and I didn't execute. But you know, there's still time. You got to bring back those videos. Going back to the Angela Moore interview, Jay Stevens is checking in and, and he's saying that was amazing and you had Angela spinning. Then you bought his book for 85 bucks. <laughs> what was it, like $100 he it wanted? Was, and no, you're like, it, was, it was 55 He wanted 60 for the book. And, and 10, you only had like 30 10 or for something? A CD. Well, he wanted 60 for a book and uh-huh. 10 for a CD. And I tried to bring him down to give him 50 for the book and the CD. And then he's like, you know, we kept going back and forth a little bit. And I'm like, well, let me see what I got. <laughs> and I pull out, it was like $59. And, uh, so I gave him 55 and I kept the rest for French fries. This is all live on air, too. Yep. Right, right on air. Yep. You're haggling them. It was, it was then, a lot of fun. So then he said somebody book. he took card or something like that. Didn't he have like a card reader on him? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. He said that he takes cards, too. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun doing business with him. That was that was a fun day. That was hilarious. Now, Mandry, the other video I need to bring up. This one's my all-time favorite Mandry video. I think. I know that first one was good, and and but this one right here. This is just the teaser of when you did go to the distance, which is usually about a, a year. It's about a year ago now, right? Wouldn't it be about a year yeah, ago yep. today? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would think. So this one is just the teaser from WKTV. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the full video because I thought the teaser was even better right, than right. the full the teaser, video. That was more, yeah, concentrated. So, hang on, I gotta go bring this back. So we're over here and we gotta. The teaser is absolutely hilarious. So this is this one right here. And introducing us to this week's featured runner. You don't even have to hear it. I have had absolutely no desire to run the Boilermaker. What? No desire to run the Boilermaker. It is week nine of Go the Distance. So we're gonna find out what changed Chris Mandry's mind and what. I honestly think <laughs> that they should never do go the distance ever again after all that. <laughs> I really do. I think, dude, you're so shot. We love you, Mandry. Thanks, man. <laughs> I had that plan for a while. They actually sprung it on me that day. I was planning on, on wearing a bizath for that, for that. But then they sprung it on me that day. That like, oh, we're gonna move you up a week. I'm like, all right. I, I had a debate a little bit, but went through it. The best part they didn't even put on there. I did a crab walk. No, on, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think it was later on, but they just had to shorten up that little segment. A crab walk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you did Bizaf running the Boilermaker. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
the business athletic look for, for the people TV. that don't know what the hell we're talking about. That's where it's like all business up top, but he's wearing gym shorts on the bottom, or yep. vice versa. He'll wear dress pants and then wear like a basketball jersey. It's it's pretty, it's pretty straight up. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's happened, but yeah, it's you know, it's, it's like the mullet of clothing. Come I was on. gonna say you should probably wear with a mullet. Yeah, it's. I mean, it helps. It definitely helps. Because then you get the party and the business all in one. I had some uh, shots come up of when we did um, the inspirational noise video, and I'm wearing bizath and doing a uh, ping pong. Yeah. And I jump up. Remember, I'm like one of those things where you pull the string on the top, and then the arms and the legs go out to the side <laughs> like this. I got one of those shots in there. Hilarious. My favorite was he was playing drums on. I had ping pong paddles, and he was doing that. But we were doing it like they were boxing mitts, <laughs> and, and and we would swipe under. He duck, he duck, and then I put him up, and he'd like swing, swing. That was fun. That was fun making that video. Man, we had a great time for sure. Tim Hodge wants to know whatever happened to the product line that you were coming up with. That's that's it. That's it. Busy. I actually just got a. I got something in my email today. Um, saying that I have to renew that that domain by July 10th, but yeah, you have the domain and, and like it's ready to go. Bizarre. Oh yeah, I've I have a, a bunch of domains. <laughs> so are you, are you gonna sell them? I was like suit and shorts. Together, uh, yeah, or? I'm actually. You know, I again, it's it's all about execution. But I have, I might have a patentable idea. Mm-hmm. Go on Shark um, Tank. And it's not just the it's not the not just the shoes or not just the the shirt and the and the outfit, but an actual specific piece of clothing that um i crafted they're not going to be those jorts or anything like that right no no, no okay, this, is, this, this is this is on a it's on a different level okay good but uh i gotta figure that out before i start getting all talky about it all right yeah well on air meetings you know somebody will steal your idea it happens all <laughs> yeah. the time but biz app coming soon to an online <laughs> store <Yeah>. near you <laughs> And maybe forever leather. And, and if you do come <laughs> out with this whole line of product, can I be one of your models? Because you got to have when you get the circulars out and stuff like that. I want to be one of the models. I, I think Absolutely. you should get a bunch of us. Together. This is going to be. It'll be the best magazine that it'll no be a one circular. will ever see. We'll make <laughs> well, a circular. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you go with forever, forever leather, you could do uh, biz chaps. Biz chaps. <laughs> I like biz that. Chaps. Yeah. I like that. Just a, like a bow tie or something. <laughs> and just be like, I could even, I, I could get Charlie be like, dude, 30 minutes or 30 seconds, just give me a 30-second spot on what you're looking at right now. And he'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God, rip something, you know? Right. 25 beans, you get the stupid shorts and the shirt. <laughs> Weren't you on the Forever Leather show before? I've gotten, so I actually, uh, when I worked at WTR, I got him back on the air. Um because he wasn't on the air for a, for a long time, um, you know he's a he's a wild guy. He's got his own way of of doing things, and um, I was one of the the few people who were was willing to go in there and um, really work with him and take a little bit of of a risk in in some regards. But uh, he was he was one of my best customers and got him back on the air. Then he ended up doing Tosh Point oh <laughs> after after being on the air for a year again, year or two. But weren't you on the show at one time? I was not on the show. Oh, I, would, I thought you were. No, I would shoot his commercials. He asked, um, you know, I, I actually wanted to be when I worked at Annie Ann's back in the day um, in the mall. And Forever Leather was across the across the road from from Annie Ann's there inside the mall. But uh, no, never never been on the never been on the show. But I like every now and then, every few months, I'll pop in, talk to him about Tasho and you know whatever else he's got going on. <laughs> I like Charlie. 
Charlie. That was a that funny was hilarious. Episode. That was absolutely. Oh, hilarious. it was nuts. Even if you didn't know him, you th- you found it funny. But like knowing like the figure here, oh my god, he was hysterical. Yeah, I think probably one of the best ones I've seen yet. I was just I was crying laughing watching that. Oh yeah, the way that he approached it and the story that that he tells too. He'd be a great person to, to get on here. Sometime. Yeah, I've called him before. I gotta get a hold of him again. I can hook you up. Thank you. Please do. Maybe uh, then we can have you model do. some leather gear. Some <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some biz chaps. Yeah, very. Biz chaps. I like that. That's touchy. a good idea. I'm, I'm looking for one of your uh, your your videos. Mandra, give me a video I could play yours. Uh, I've got some good ones up here, bro. <laughs> you, you've been busy. The yeah. Kitty Little Diddy song? I don't I mean, no? know. The kid, there's Ultimate Mandry. Ultimate Mandry? Where's Ultimate Mandry? Is your dad's here? <laughs> Ultimate Man. Oh, okay. This was at Phil's first uh, first comedy contest. Okay. I, yeah, I remember this. Hang on. Let me get wanted, like, little minute promos. Queued up for a second. This is when you pretended to be uh, the ultimate warrior. You, Phil Farda! <laughs> December 13th. I'm going to send the souls of everyone at Cavallo's into the rocket ship. (laughs) Phil Farda. (laughs) 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 Don't try to think. I'll pull the drinks out of your noses. And onto the flesh of your loved ones. <laughs> Already lost in the inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that was a classic one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> you probably scared Phil with that one. It was okay. resulted, as a matter of fact, yeah. in Brown assaulting his wife yeah. with a lead Uh-oh. pipe and firing a gun at a Check out the, a uh, the vegetable stand. The vegetable stand? Yeah, that's a good... That's a who, good did who did uh, your makeup? Who did your makeup? Actually, the same person who edited it, uh, my buddy Doc's wife, Candace Stockerty. Nice. Yeah, she's a roller derby person. She's uh, helps me out so many times with that kind of stuff. It's crazy. Which one do you want me to look for? I don't know, but in the camera, stand. like Mandrew looks like she's in the witness stand. <laughs> the vegetable. I got the the tornado song. <laughs> oh, there it is. Vegetable stand. Yep, this is the one right here. I remember this one. Okay, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. This thing jumps quick, and uh, we're gonna change it over. I'm getting used to this chicken finally. Then <laughs> title change it. No wait. <laughs> All right, this is. Mandry at the vegetable stand. How old are you in this? You look super young. It was 2012. (laughs) Tonight, we will be exploring the world of meat in the vegetable stand, specifically the hot dog and its interactions with various metal products.
<laughs> Obviously, the physical brittleness of the hot dog speaks nothing to its emotional fortitude. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. so those went on for a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> That's you were living out of state then, right? Yeah, it was in uh Nashville, Tennessee. I was actually working for a strip club at that point. Oh yeah? Yeah, I was working a Playing with the hot street. dogs. Dancing. Yeah, call it the vegetable stand. So <laughs> I one of the slower nights. It was in Printer's Alley. It was a place called Brass Stables. It was actually Andrew Jackson's uh, old horse stables. And um, I ended up being a bouncer there and a hollerer. Um, <laughs> and then I got into that. So a I'd hollerer? A hollerer. So holler. Holler. So it'd be like, hey, we got girls here. Uh, you know, yeah, nude so. karaoke, which we did have. Nude um, karaoke? Yeah. Nice. Well, there was a sign outside that said nude karaoke. But what it was is there these... Just drugged up strippers trying to sing songs. It was like one or two of them, <laughs> and it was just it was really really rough. Kind of like that chick on Varick Street. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean guitar. people would come out. You know, I'd sell them on it. I so I started wearing a suit, and all the other people in the alley because there's like probably five or six different uh, bars. After after a few months, and they started wearing suits, which was really interesting. <laughs> but I started like you know I'd get people to come in. It was like fifteen bucks or two for twenty. So people would come in two for twenty. Ten minutes later, the door would fly open. They'd be like, "Fuck you, buddy, you suck," <laughs> because it was rough in there. Dude. Oh, I it can imagine. Like, you <laughs> sold me on this bullshit. Like, oh. <laughs> Devin Mahoney like, saying that was some impressive hot dog work. Thank you, Devin. You had him on uh, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome folks. I ended up having uh, having lunch with them and chatting a little bit, and they're really looking forward to what they're doing over there. And oh, it's gonna be awesome. I definitely want to be uh, want to see how I can be involved with that because it's it's great. Cool. Things it, that they're doing. Everybody wants to get involved, which yeah. is great. Yeah. I mean, more the merrier. Yep. And we get that place up and shining and new, and uh, it would have some fun events over there. Talking about like sure. improv classes and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I'd love to. That's love all to you, man. Yeah, I know. I'm you should be all over that. Like comedy writing. That's that kind of right stuff. up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really, really enjoy those those guys, and uh, yeah, I'm glad they're here. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. They're they're gonna be doing some big things over there. But I could totally see you doing improv and hundred percent. I've always wanted to. My sister actually took classes. Have you done down, it before? Uh, not <laughs> uh, officially or. Structured. Did you take acting classes at one time though? Uh, I took. Well, actually, in Nashville, I did. Um, it was actually combat fighting acting stuff. So with like an <laughs> MMA <laughs> type of thing. If you so get attacked by an MMA guy, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, fucking run. <laughs> That's what you do. So you're like a crisis actor. But <laughs> it was just like it was like dramatic hand movements. Like this is a real, you know, this is actually how you're supposed to fight, and you know, like tumbling and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and it was training for this like real quick scene in this student film, basically. But it was like eight weeks of, you know, once a week training. <laughs> so, acting, fighting. Right. Fighting acting, like or big, you look big at it. dramatic, you know, arm movements instead of like regular punches, yeah. like for the camera. Oh, I and gotcha. like the angles you're supposed to be at and Did you how you're supposed <laughs> to look. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to make the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely could see you doing a bunch of that stuff. Devin's going to have some really cool workshops and oh, people can go in and. Laugh your ass off, really. It's gonna be good. He's worked on scrubs. He's been all, oh, yeah. he's all over the place. I mean, that's uh, yeah. that's some legit stuff. I think it's great. We're too. lucky as a community that they move back, right? right. And you, and know? you know, I think that that's an important thing. I've I've heard 
um, a couple different sides of this, but there are at points folks who I, I've heard the argument that leaving Utica is like, oh, you're abandoning the community. But and actually, I um, heard this from uh, the Mats. They they have their kids go out to to leave Utica and work somewhere for a year and, like and then bring back, you know. It's more like 10 years, I think the rule is. I mean, it's. Or five years. It's right. Yeah, it's it's definitely a couple to go out and get some experience and then and then bring that back. And, you know, Utica is in a little bit of a bubble, you know, like like it's all. I feel like the people who are really making money here have have had money. It's hard to for a long necessarily time, right? get rich, but to go out and then to bring something back and to add some kind of outside perspective exactly what what uh Devin and and, uh, and Brianna are doing mm-hmm. is i think super valuable to the community because it really uh it's important to help open up people's eyes to what else is out there i mean i can't tell you how many people i've talked to my age that didn't even know what a podcast was yeah. recently your you age know? yeah wow yeah yeah and it's and it's just that it's that kind of mentality. I would understand that, like my generation, and and of course the baby boomers. Right. But I mean, you're still like you're like the kind of like the higher age of a millennial. Right. If because that's the the ceiling of a millennial is 32, to like you know 18. Yeah. I think is that yeah, probably the a little older over than that. Me, but yeah. Maybe a little bit older. Yeah. But um, it, for them not to know that that's that yeah that it blows was, me uh, away. Yeah, it was it was surprising, but it's people who live live in their own world, you know, mm-hmm. but. I think having that kind of outside perspective and uh, is uh, super important for the community and for us to continue to progress in this kind of and this kind of growth. Yeah, with the company you're working for too, Kobe, you're doing some big stuff over there too, and not just on a local level, more like an international thing too. Correct? Y- yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been going to a lot of uh, national. We specifically work with manufacturers, but we can work with all kinds of different companies. Uh, actually, focusing very much on software automation consulting. So what we do is we'll go into a company and take a look at their process and um, figure out what parts of that process can be changed or automated to eliminate waste. And uh, we've been going to conferences uh, across the country. We've been putting on seminars locally from the information that we learn at the conferences. Uh, We've actually got one coming up at the Thank You Bader um, next Thursday, the 21st, I want to say. Um, and that's uh, competing for millennial workers. So basically the, that seminar, it's an hour-and-a-half seminar about how to um, uh, obtain and retain uh, millennial workers and what, what the younger generation is looking for, which in the manufacturing world is it's, they're having a lot of trouble finding enough enough people because it's really not a glorious job, and it's very old school. And so uh, we're taking a look at how to kind of change that culture to attract the right the right folks. That's insane. Yeah. You're doing some good stuff, too. And uh, where's your next convention? Because I feel like you're going all over the, the country, right? Yeah. Um, so next, I'm actually, the next thing that we've got planned, I'm going to be going to um, IMTS, which is International Manufacturers TS um, <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Chicago for a week in uh, in September. Oh, cool. um, but, uh, yeah. You've been so to Chicago? It's huge. I was in Chicago, yes. Yeah, I, I was there once. Um, spent a couple of days there. Met met a couple of friends. Had some deep dish pizza. Went to uh, oh, this one bar that was famous bar, the Green something. 
I forget I forget where it is, but a buddy of mine that I lived with lived next to in Nashville, who's actually Hank Three's fiddle player. Oh, if yeah. you know who Hank Three is, yeah. um, uh, he used to play at this one bar in Chicago all the time, and I went there and it was the best jazz that I've ever heard, and it was awesome, awesome. Yeah, I wish great I could music scene in Chicago. Super famous bar too. It's right next to a theater. There's like all these underground things you know, going there. The owner's this like super polish guy you know it's, it sounds like he's from uh his name Tika. yeah that's exactly <laughs> how he talks i mean it's it was hilarious it was surreal but uh yeah chicago's a cool place we're a bulletproof fest it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> well that's done on the south side yeah okay. but you know that's probably where the fun's happening too you know yeah, you of course take a little risk every now and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go get on the set of shameless all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be something Great show. Anyways, what else you been up to, Mandry? A lot of work, man. Yeah, been, been really focused on work. Um, <laughs> I was end up doing these, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen hour days, um, which is cool. You know, uh, I like it. It's enjoyable. People I work with, it's awesome. We actually just moved our spot from uh, from on Genesee Street to uh, Broad Street. We're uh, revamping that. Um, the old GE building. Spot, yep. Yeah. There's. Uh, How cool is that? It's. It's awesome, man. It must have been a lot of work, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, but we've got these guys. Actually, i got to plug them, K&V uh, Construction. They just they come in and just knock out jobs. Like, they're so – they're fast. They're good. Um, highly, highly recommend them. But, uh, yeah, so they, they did the, some uh, some work for us. we got a nice open floor kind of concept that we're, uh, that we're playing with. We've got a, some room to expand to. We're up to um, – when I started, we had six people. Now we're up to 17, I want to say. Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. I want to come check that out, see what you guys Absolutely, do to the old place. Yeah, oh, anytime, of course. That's and wide open, huh? Yeah, we're going to be having a, um, once we get some, we still got uh, some work to do on it, but once we get settled in, we'll be having a ribbon cutting, put it out to the chamber, and, you know, be I'll be inviting all kinds of people. Yeah. Now, which GE building is it, though? Because there's a couple of them down there. You know, they were all kind of broken up into, like, departments, if you will. So, you know Lavoda Furniture? Yes. Okay, so... That's going to be on your left-hand side, yep. and we're on the right-hand side. I gotcha. Side. So, yeah, you go in, and you go um, in the back door, and we're we're up there. Yeah, that's where I used to ride my go-kart when I was a kid back in the 80s. Oh, really? In that parking lot, because you could go for miles in the back there. You just, my grandparents lived right up the road. and yeah, that'd be a great place for, like, a barbecue, like a little festival type of a thing, you know? Yeah, there's, there's some cleanup that needs to be done over there, but... It could be cool. But it could definitely be usable, and I find it so fascinating that they're using that building because it's so industrial. I mean, they should have knocked that down years ago, so to actually bring it back and restore it. Right. I mean, there was fires in that place years ago, and, um, and so many different things. But uh, good, that's cool. Yeah, you're bringing it back. Hey, we're we're trying. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it catches on with some other people, and it's definitely yeah. definitely affordable, and they'll work with you. So yeah, and there's a lot of space. Yeah. Huge. I would love to get like a practice spot in there, like a little, little studio action going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be cool. Jay Stevens wants to know if it's the greenhouse, the bar, the bar you were talking about in Chicago. No, no. Mm. It's right next to a theater that was that was closed down for a while. Riviera Theater, maybe. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Did is you that just make that is? up, or is that like legit? Well, no, there's a okay. Riviera Theater in Chicago. Manager, you speak. You play music. You've been rocking out at all? You uh, playing any bands? So, want to play some metal? Yeah, <laughs> I do. So I've been uh, I've been trying to um, yeah I don't see here. 
Um, so I've been just kind of practicing on my own, trying to get my chops back up. You I know? see that. You've been doing some videos lately. Yeah. Um, kind of possibly putting together some uh, some small sets. I don't think we'll be really uh, playing out that much, <coughs> but some small sets with uh, with some guys, um, Meliani, like super, you know, just easy going, not, you know, uh, just just play play a few songs together. Um, so uh, yeah, just trying to get get back into playing shape. I love to be at a point where, you know, I can go an hour, hour and a half in a metal show, full blast again. Um, but that that really is like being a professional athlete. Like you really oh, yeah. just gotta you gotta crank it out and get your chops back. But uh, yeah, I you know to be honest, I have a very hard time practicing just sitting down. Like most of the time, I'm just jamming and just like kind of letting go, yep. which is cool and it's fun. But that the structure is and the discipline is what helps you progress you know you're right and uh and so i've been really trying to focus more on just on learning songs and picking out things that i like and um like trying to learn a song in a day um kind of a thing but uh but yeah so i'd like to do some metal stuff and you know honestly I, i've been <coughs> thinking about doing like weekend uh cover band stuff you know possibly just you know make some money have some fun get out there um because now you know, I kind of stopped drinking really since January first, so I haven't really been well, going since out. Since the too UFC much. thing, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, since <laughs> since slightly stupid uh, or dirty heads. <laughs> that was uh, that was a great show the other night too. Yeah, right? yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I had a good time for sure. I've seen so time. many people that night. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, what do you think of the new setup? Saturday next setup. Well, it's going to look great next year. Yeah. It's going to be awesome next year. Yeah. And, and it incre increases the capacity as well. Yeah, for sure. It <laughs> it's going to look really, really good. Right now, I mean, it's a, I like that they put the beer outside. Yes, mm -hmm. I do too. Which was good because you got more room now to enjoy the show. And from front of house to the back, there was a ton of room. Yeah. And then they got that little platform where the garbage dumpsters used yeah, to be. Yeah, that's cool. So that's kind of you're a little up a little more and you're on flat ground. They kind of lean up against the wall. I saw a couple families hanging out over there and they put some picnic tables over there. So that was cool. Mm, yeah. So it's going to be awesome, though. Once it's all done and the construction is done and everything's yep. out of the way and it's nice and tight, it's yep. it's going to be really, really cool over there. So we got a lot of great shows going on. But the other night, Dirty Heads kicked it all off. Yeah. That was, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a great show. Your birthday's tomorrow. Yes, it is. You got anything planned? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some work. I'm combining some stuff. I got a, a meeting out in Syracuse and then one out in Rochester. But... Uh, after that, immediately after, I'm bringing a change of clothes, and I'm going to see Whitechapel, uh, Black Dahlia Murder, um, Flesh God Apocalypse, and uh, a couple other bands out in Rochester. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it should be should be pretty cool. I'm like, I like them a lot. I've seen Whitechapel before, um, definitely seen Black Dahlia Murder before, and um, I'm into them, but I, I haven't listened to them that much. I'm going with my buddy Doc, um, who's also, he's VP of the of the software company so it's it's perfect so we're doing these meetings together then we're doing this uh, <laughs> hey it's smart though it's yeah, yeah it's a business expense yeah write it off and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty stoked about that um no biz metal uh attire no no biz metal biz metal out of that possibly i cannibal corpse <laughs> like rip shirt. your shirt like rip the sleeves off the suit I wore yeah. um I wore a suit once they had they were having metal shows at the Holly Rock actually, remember that? No, they were having I, hardcore. I, it was hardcore show. It those are my blackout years. It wasn't even Holly Rock then. I forget what it was. It might have been Blur. 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 Um, 
but uh, they were having a metal show there. My buddy's band was playing, and I showed up in a suit, and I just freaked everybody out. Like, they wouldn't, like, mosh around me. Like, not, I'm like, how am I freaking out the people that I normally am? <laughs> you know, it was a very it was a very interesting experience. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Imagine we played our favorite videos of our favorite videos of you, but this one is mine. Hell yeah. All together. Hell yeah. This one, the one we did together. I think this one. How about I got flagged for playing this No, really? I know. We should have paid, right? Witness to the greatness. They can beat for the championship. So close to the taste of it. Yeah, because it's on CD, baby. Yeah. Yeah. This video was done by AO. No. This is so much fun filming this video. We were talking about the audio earlier. We got a chance to do it. All these things on the screen. They're in our Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We definitely had a, this making this video was a lot of fun. Johnson too. Johnson helped us out oh, at yeah, the football scenes right there. He's the one that throws the pass that AO picks <laughs> off and he runs for a touchdown. And we had so much fun. I'm glad uh, he's probably happy that you just mentioned he threw a pick. <laughs> Bro, I had that. <laughs> no, it was it was planned, of course. It was planned. Chase Stevens is calling it Bizaf Mafia. <laughs> we did have fun, man. And they played the song for a little while. We got to get that back in rotation. Next, next time I see Ash, we got to make sure this song gets in rotation. We played it for a little bit when we first came out. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about before? Ray Lewis? Mm -hmm. To do like a minute, like a little inspirational speech. Oh yeah, he could just read off a grocery list and I'd be pumped up. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you yeah. just got that intensity. Yeah, or like Ric Flair Ten would be cool. Sticks of celery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the credits too, because oh, yeah. yeah, everybody deserves some love. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. We we're playing ping pong as we're in biz F. There, Yep, <laughs> there was big biz F. Oh, this. All right, I like this part too. Crook was in it with us. Remember Crook? Yeah. Crook, Crook the other day. Did you? Yo, ah! Yo, bring it in, bring it in. Yo, bring it in. Pass it in. Bring it in. Yo, trust the believe. You know what I'm saying? A chance like this only comes once in a lifetime. We're going to make some noise. On the count of three, we're going to say, ah! One, two, three. <laughs> I'll tell you, somebody who's inspirational and could get anybody pumped up, that's AO. And yep. when he gets people going, shooting movies and videos and stuff, he gets you amped up and ready to do it. And that's that Dude. definitely showcased that for sure. His his energy is just on a it's on a different level. It's it almost is. like it's almost not human. Yeah. <laughs> he is on his own level. And even when he's performing live and he's just all over the place and it's Give great. that boy a wireless microphone, and you might find him in Rochester. Right. <laughs> you yeah, never exactly. know. You never know. Imagine what would happen to him and Todd in the same room together. Imagine the genius they'd probably come up with. Yeah. It'd be some sick shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that would be some stuff. That would be some stuff. AO's super talented. Todd as well. Got a lot of good stuff. Surrounded by a lot of talent. Yeah. And uh, this gentleman to my right over here is definitely in that category. <laughs> You do. You're like you are the Renaissance man. Though. You are. You are. That's Thanks, where we man. wrote that song from, because of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Major, you got anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Anything I want to plug? You got an, any uh, events coming up that you want to talk? Well, he's about? Well, to be or? part of the Grub and Gab. You're going to be a part of the Grub and Gab. That's <laughs> yep. June 26. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But so, you got anything uh, you need to plug? Or got plug? that, you know, doing um, doing these events with Covey. Um, you know, it's going to be a pretty regular series every month. I've actually got a spot now at the Thinky Bader. I've got a desk down there. So Do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you ever want to come out and check things out over there, they've got a podcast set up. I'd be happy to have a little meeting, that kind of thing. But um, I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I know Miller's doing his Rust Belt oh, dude. podcast, too, Miller's and I've been checking it out. Miller's the man. Ryan I Miller is that. a huge gem in this town, people. Thank I love God that dude. Yeah. We're lucky we have him in this town. Very much. Yep. I agree. Very much. That was my PSA for the day. Um, yeah, I'm you know, trying to think about any. Oh, today's my niece's birthday, Cameron. Oh, happy birthday, yeah. Cameron. Yeah, absolutely. She was born half an hour before my birthday, and we both battle because... It, it, usually my parents are either down there or up here for one of our birthdays, so we get upset at each other about it because 
she stole my birthday technically but <laughs> whatever <laughs> just take all the wind out of my sails but uh, no she's uh awesome she's a little drummer she plays the drums. how old is she she is five. Oh wow yep and uh it goes by so quick so crazy man yeah. but she always gets props from her teachers for for drumming in class and that kind of thing and you know, uncle chris classes <laughs> yeah uncle, uncle chris. chris taught her um but uh yeah so so uh well happy birthday cam and yeah and uh, I, yeah, I can't really can't really think of anything else. Super stoked for all the Saranac stuff and all the Lakeview stuff this year. Yeah, lots of going on. Lots you going of to Slayer? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. I bought uh, seven twenty dollars tickets, six or seven twenty dollars tickets. So I'll be going to as many as I can, and then any any Saranac event, I love to go and and support and do what I can. Yeah, but uh, some great shows at Saranac this year too. Yeah, good stuff, man. Excellent. Appreciate it. We see. should all Love go. We should here. go to uh, Slayer together. We should all make that a thing. That'd be cool. We would try to rent a bus or something. We should do a deep oh bus. We got god. a little time to plan. A it, bus maybe. of Slayer fans. Oh Ooh. my god. <laughs> bus? Yeah. Somebody's jumping off the top. It would be a lot easier though if we all rolled together, just because of the parking and yeah. they got to figure that out over there. But I guess it's uh, it hasn't been too good with the the parking situation at Lakeview. Yeah. But other than that, the shows have been great. We should boat people in. And the view is awesome too. Yes. When that sunset's going down at night, it, you would never even think it, the sun's going down over a contaminated lake. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know? You think, oh my god, this is beautiful. You yep. see Blinky from uh, The Simpsons <laughs> <laughs> splash out. <laughs> no, it is cool though. Lakeview Amphitheater are doing big things and a lot of rock shows this year too. Yeah. But it's a little bit of everything. It, yep. It's weird because like last year they didn't have a lot of rock shows. Right, you know, it was mostly like country, and then this year they just bam. All but rock they got shows. some country too. They got something for every. Kenny Chesney was just recently mm. there, and uh, last night Imagine Dragons played there. Yeah, that's they, huge. Yeah, so stuff. there's a there's a little something for everybody. But the rock really starts hitting in July and August. They got yeah. the, the K Rockathon coming up with the uh, Zombie and Manson. Got and, tickets to both days, and then Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold Rise Against. Was it Corn part of that? Corn and Rob Zombie. Uh, no. no, Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. Yeah, the Zombie and Manson. Day. And then uh, Rise Against Avenge Sevenfold and someone else the, the first day. What I'm upset about, because Prophets of Rage is on tour with Avenge Sevenfold all summer long. Oh, And that's not. like the only date that they're not doing. Oh, or maybe they'll like announce it at another time, but right. as of right now, yeah, That'd they're on. <laughs> Prophets of Rage, come on. I got it. I got to see them. them. You see, I get, I'm waiting for Ozzy. Ozzy's so got September Ozzy. 1st. Tickets to that. Yeah, there's a lot of great shows. Shinedown's playing, Breaking Benjamin's playing, and then uh, on top of all the other God's great Mick. stuff. 311 and Offspring. 311, that's the, the other one I want to go to. Seen, never seen Offspring. Super pumped for that. And I'm, that's a Sunday, too. That's a Sunday. I listen to Smash. There's one of the first albums, first CD I ever bought. Oh, yeah? Uh, actually, it was Green Day Dookie, Smash by the Offspring, then White Zombie, Astro Creep 2000 when I was eight and a half, nine years old. Wow. Devin Mahoney is saying, my mom loves Imagine Dragons. <laughs> is it Profits at the Uptown? Nice. Profits at the Uptown would be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That would be ridiculous. Insane. That would be a lot of fun. I seen them two years ago in Camden, New Jersey. Nice. Wow. What a show. What a show. That, that show made me feel like I was a kid again. You know, I'm spoiled. You know that when it comes to shows and concerts and working in the industry. Oh, yeah. And I don't get excited to see concerts anymore. But that and being, we were three rows away, five rows away, mm-hmm. and right in the front rows, singing Killing in the Name of and all these Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill songs with everybody. Oh, my God, it was awesome. That's so I felt sick. like I was in high school. Again. I got to see them. You have to, bro. You have to check out that I've show. I've seen Rage three times, I think. Have you? Yeah. It's on Woodstock 99. Um, 
which is crazy. Yeah, um, I seen him there too. First time I saw real boobs. Um, (laughs) that weren't scribbly on channel 72 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's scrambled um, porn uh yeah there and uh, a couple rikers or no uh randall's island um one other place too but yeah right on right on man oh yeah man cool well thanks for coming man i love you buddy happy Uh, birthday i love you too man thanks for having me check in happy birthday pleasure man you guys are looking great you gotta come back anytime you know that you got an open door come back (laughs) hang out you bring me tzatziki sauce anytime you want yeah man i'll make some (laughs) weird shit and what are you doing for your birthday any party Um, yeah he's going to white chapel yeah well going to white chapel um yeah but that's that but he's gonna you know him he's gonna have like he said he was gonna work and then he was going to white chapel yeah yeah i got that might do a little uh yeah, I might do a little smut. I've been talking, might get some brisket, some local brisket, smoke some brisket. Okay. From a local farm, you know. They that takes a that's a process. You need mm. a good brisket. It's slow and steady, baby. Yep. Slow and steady. You throw that in for like a good 14, 15 hours, then you're good. Yep. So you don't think you could just microwave it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, so maybe brisket some other time. <laughs> He's gonna put it in his bowl and no. There you go. <laughs> That's how I smoke some brisket. <laughs> gravity gravity biscuit. Yes. Before we get out of here, I do gotta mention our grub and gab one more time at Old Baby's restaurant sandwich shop, if you will, forty one twenty six Oneida Street in New Hartford, right at the border of New Hartford and Utica. That's all going down Tuesday, June 26th, 5 o'clock. We're looking for some competitors in this eating contest that we got going on. We're going to be setting the bar for the Goliath Challenge, which is like a triple size sandwich. It's huge, and a basket of fries, and a 40, and a 2-liter. You get a choice between the 40 or 2-liter. That's what you got to get. We're setting the bar because we don't know what the bar is at. They were doing it at a half hour. Half hour is probably not long enough. So we're going to figure out what the time is. Tuesday, June 26th at Old Babies. And you have so you bring the 40. You have to bring the you 40. You have to bring right? the 40. Right. You, you have to bring the 40. It's a big old triple size sandwich. It's going to be huge with all the toppings and so much stuff. And the winner gets a golden ticket from Old Babies. So that's a sandwich a month for a year. As well as we're going give, to give them a couple tickets to get the lead out at the Saranac Brewery August 10th. Cannot wait for that. Yeah, Love that. Yeah, great. We just had them at Paper Mill. Destroyed it. Oh. Destroyed it. They're an amazing band. If you like Led Zeppelin, you're gonna love get the let out. Also, you get your picture on the wall at Old Babies, which is the spot is already there. It's empty. Nice. So you're gonna be the very first. You're setting the bar. You're gonna be the first person yep. on the wall. You get a bunch of accolades. You probably get a T-shirt and a uh, whole bunch of stuff. It's all going down Tuesday, June 26th. Come on down, five o'clock. The D will be on hand. We got our DJs on hand. DJ East One, games, prizes. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on. So we're also going to be raising money for one of her employees who has stage four cancer. So come on down. It's for a good cause, and you get to eat your face off. And you, you hang get to hang, hang out with the D, hang out outside. We're going to have a good time. we got a bunch of ideas and things up our sleeves that we're going to be doing for our very first Grub and Gab Tuesday, June 26th. I nice. hope you guys can uh, make it out. It's going to be a great time. I would love to see a lot of friends down there. Karen's wishing you a happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. I want to remind everybody they can listen to this podcast and previous podcasts <laughs> of EC Radio and all the great <laughs> content that we have here on the D at DisruptionNetwork.net. Um. Before I forget, I'm part of the Catalyst Group. It's a young professional group in Utica. I'm a member of the steering committee, and we're holding an event on, I want to say, July 24th. It's a Catalyst Be Local Barbecue up at Woodland Brewery. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I want to say $15 gets you a drink and some food and uh, a night of fun. There's going to be games, all kind of stuff, so make sure you come uh, check that out. Cool. Woodland's awesome. a great place, too. Yeah. Great beer. Yeah. Awesome Good beer. folks. Awesome beer. 
Also, like us on Facebook. You can follow Disruption Network on Instagram and Twitter and all the social media platforms. You can like me in person. And you can like <laughs> you can like Mandry in person if you want. That That's up to you. I'm trying to dig up who I got for tomorrow. I can't remember who I got for tomorrow. But where do they um, find Pink Schneider? Uh, you can go ahead and put in Pink Schneider in the old YouTube and... <laughs> You'll find You're gonna him. get something. Pink Schneider's out there. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes to pop up every now and then. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the next the next thing's. Fishbone's actually gonna be on the 311 cruise this year. Oh wow! But I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm, I've been debating if I'm gonna do it or not because I've been getting a little. Things have been getting a little crazy. I might go in a different direction. I we'll think see. Pink Schneider needs to do the the eating competition. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that could be fun. It's gonna be Brown Schneider, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's guest on EC Radio, my buddy Mark Doherty, coming in from Urban Grow. We're gonna be talking a lot about marijuana tomorrow. I'm pretty nice. excited. It's usually my favorite topic. S- something I know something about. <laughs> and then on Thursday, uh, world traveler and author Adam Spurlozzi going to be joining us, nice. and he's got some interesting stories. You would want to tune in on Thursday and hear of all the. Crazy stuff. Adam's got a book out. Yeah. yeah. I think he's got several books out. Kids in town because his house might be uh, destroyed by lava. He got evacuated because of the volcanoes in Hawaii. He lives right there on, like, the foothills of the volcanoes. Jesus. And he got evacuated. So he moved. He came back to Utica, and he probably has everything gone. So we'll talk to him on Thursday and see what's up, and um, hopefully he's good. I know he's been working since he's been here. So yeah, I mean, what are they going to do with the property afterwards? You know it's what I mean? Like ash. Go, it yeah. turns into ash. You can't but do I mean, anything. But I mean, you still have the land if you own it. Uh, right. Crazy. Good call. Or do you, the, do you get to like do you settle that the through the insurance? Like they, your insurance do you just have pays volcano it off. Insurance? I'm sure you do. <laughs> <It's>, there's <laughs> a lot. You got a sure lot of got good got questions a, for for him. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, God shame bless him that he's that he's here and he's okay. Yeah. Yep, we'll talk to him on Thursday and see what's up with that. Mandry, thanks again, buddy. Love you. I'll see you soon. We'll see you tomorrow for EC Radio. See ya. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC we Radio. Are a generation of lost masculinity, and we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. EC Radio. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacqua Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick. 
and the team at Pass Lockwood Associates. 315-500-NIC or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today.